Like Wet Earth After Rain. Written by Jalpari. Read by Jem Asteria. Chapter 3 of 5 One Among Many. Lanwaji sat in the alcove in a lonely corner of his chambers. He leaned back against the wall, playing with his hair as the full moon lit up the night. It had been several days since Wei Yushan's departure, several days since Lan Wenji had entertained the brothel patrons with his music, several days since Lan Wenji had spoken a word or seen anyone, including his attendants. He was content wallowing in his hurt and self-pity. He just wanted to cradle his heart for a little longer before moving on. He wanted to remain in his chambers until the last lingering scent of Wei Yushan had dissipated. He still hasn't fixed his kuchin, torturing himself by staring at the broken strings, remembering every moment he had spent with Wei Ushan. He had heard the occasional giggles and murmurs outside his chambers. The guards gossiped about the coronation. The other courtesans whispered about the concubines being chosen. The tenants bustling around muttering about the new emperor, Emperor Wei. Anwaji's chest would tighten each time he thought about what Wei Ushan might be doing at that very moment. He tried imagining what his private chambers in the palace looked like. He wondered how many concubines would he choose for the imperial harem. He mused about how Wei Ushan would look in the emperor's robes and headgear. He would always lead himself to pain and tears, ultimately trying to forget everything as he cried himself to sleep. Now, as he stared at the bright moon, Lamaji could feel that familiar tug in his chest. The one that always began as the stars spread in the sky. The one that pulled at his longing and yearning until his heart was beating to the tune of Wei Ushan's laughter that still echoed in his mind. His body craved Wei Ushan as well. Lamaji could feel the fire inside him rage as he resisted the urge to touch himself. His body needed Wei Ushan, his hands, his tongue, his cough. Lamanji no longer wanted any release until it came with Wei Ushan's touch. All of a sudden, Lamanji heard a disturbance outside his chambers. He ignored it and stared into the night listlessly, but the commotion only grew louder. He could hear many voices and many footsteps. With a frown, Lamanji got off the window seat and tied his robes properly as he made his way to the entrance to his chambers. The closer he got, the more evident it became that something odd was happening outside. It was nothing like the events he was used to happening every now and then. It didn't sound like the drunk patrons barging in and creating chaos, nor did it sound like courtesans fighting with each other. It wasn't even the familiar mayhem that usually accompanied the arrival of new courtesans in training, or the old couturier and craftsmen and women who showered them with more elegant robes and intricate jewelry. Lamanji waited by the door, pressing his ear to it, trying to discern the situation. His eyes widened slightly on hearing a familiar voice. It was his mentor. The woman had retired a while back and rarely stepped out of her private chambers anymore. The last time she had merged was to tell off and kick out a disrespectful patron who hailed from a mighty and powerful noble family. She never tolerated anyone who looked down on her brother or her courtesans, no matter who the person was. Lamanji admired her pride and principles. She was unapologetic and held herself and her protégés in high esteem, not allowing anyone to treat them as anything less than. 
Lemonji pressed closer to the door, trying to hear more clearly. Ah, this is so unexpected, his mentor said, her voice gracious and filled with awe and respect. If I had known you'd be visiting my establishment, I would have prepared a better welcome. She laughed lightly. Lamanji's brows furrowed as his mind raced, wondering who the sudden guest was, why a seemingly important person had appeared so suddenly at their brothel, and what they were doing on the side of the curtain. It wasn't entirely unheard of, special patrons being allowed in to grant them privacy, but such privileges were only afforded to, I'm sorry to be the cause of such commotion, another familiar voice replied. I'm here with a very special request. Lamanji stilled when he recognized the man's voice. It was the older guard who had appeared that night and taken Wei Ushan away with him. He had seemed more intimately familiar with Wei Ushan, even going so far as to referring to him as Ashan. Lamanji's heart raced as he wondered why the man was back, and that too with a special request. How may I be a help? his mentor asked. He could tell she was on guard now, even though her tone was still courteous and gracious. I'm here to request one of your courtesans, Lan Manji, accompany me. We have an important matter to address, the man replied, still sounding polite and relaxed. But Lan Manji felt uneasy on hearing his words. The royal guard wanted to speak with him privately. Given his past with Wei Ushan, it didn't bode well for him. Lan Manji bit his lips as he worried that the royal family might want to send him away to avoid any unpleasant situations with the emperor. Maybe they wanted to get rid of anything that might be potentially scandalous for the new king. Perhaps, Lamaji was an inconvenience and everything would be easier if he was far, far away. And what business do you have with Lanmanji? His mentor asked, her tone now sharper. I cannot let you take him without knowing your intentions. <laughs> I assure you there is no need to worry, the man replied with a light chuckle. However, I cannot divulge a reason for our visit yet. Lamanji swallowed as his mentor remained silent and held his breath as he waited for her to respond. I will not allow him to be taken away unescorted, the one replied finally. Jeffren, the man said slowly, surprising Lanwenji with his knowledge of the mentor's name. Unfortunately, I cannot bring anyone else along. You know how these things work well enough to know that the Imperial Guards can use force if necessary. Please do not let it come to that. I have immense respect for you and your home. I give you my word that Lanwenji will be safe. Lanwenji's heart thundered in his chest, loud enough for his ears to ring. He stepped back from the door, uncertain and nervous. He looked around his room nervously, trying to make up his mind if he should submit willingly or escape. But before he could decide, the door was open, and Lamanji stared at his mentor and the entourage of people surrounding her. Wanji, the woman smiled gently. Please get dressed. Judge Jafarin, Lamanji stammered, his eyes darting to the familiar man who was smiling at him kindly. It's going to be okay, child, his mentor nodded reassuringly. Lamanji fisted his hands under his sleeves and gathered his composure and nodded back. He scanned the group behind the woman and cleared his throat and held his head high. I would like a few minutes to get ready, he said impassively. Of course. The elder man agreed immediately, gesturing to his entourage to step back and allowing his mentor to close the door. Lamanji let out the breath he'd been holding and unclenched. He hurried into the chambers and hastened to change into his most elegant robes. 
he donned a new pair of clean white inner robes. He carefully draped his light blue robes over it along with the embroidered waistband that he clenched around his waist before finally putting on the lace outer robes, adjusting the sleeves before sweeping his hair back and fixing his plain forehead ribbon and planting a small ornament on his head to secure his hair from falling over his face. A stray thought flitted through his mind. The way Wei Ushan would play with his hair and braid it. He had always liked Wan Wenji with his hair down. He pushed the thought out of his head as he hurried back to the door and opened it slowly, finally emerging and meeting the eyes of the older man who smiled on seeing him. Shall we? The man gestured to the corridor that led out of the brothel. Mm. Amanji nodded and joined his hands in front of him, letting the sleeves fall over them to hide how he was fidgeting with his fingers. He glanced over his shoulder one last time, looking at his chamber before following the guards out counting his breaths as he braced himself for whatever was to come. Lamwanji looked around him, trying to maintain his composure, trying to school his expression. The royal palace was vast, solemn, imposing, so unlike what he had once imagined Wei Ushan's home might look like. He cleared his mind out of his nostalgic thoughts, lest a tiny bud of hope bloom where there was no hope. It was foolish of him to indulge himself this time. All he could hope for now was to be done with whatever urgent matter the old man walking beside him had mentioned and go back to his life. For a brief moment, Lamanji even entertained the idea of perhaps leaving Yiling, building a new life somewhere else, far away from the mess this life had become. We're here. The older man bowed and gestured to a large door. Here? Amanji asked bluntly. This'll be your new chambers, the man said simply. What? Amanji blinked, completely caught off guard. The emperor had arranged for your stay in the royal palace as a concubine in the imperial harem. These are your private quarters. The man bowed again before taking his leave. Amanji stared at the man's back as he left leaving him with the two guards that stood on either side of the doors. He blinked several times before looking around, not knowing what to do with himself. Just then, the doors opened and an attendant greeted him, requesting him to come inside so he could be shown around. Lamanji stepped over the threshold, confused and at a loss. He followed the woman wordlessly, barely registering her words as she gave him a tour of his new chambers. If that will be all for now, the woman turned to look at Lam Wenji. I will leave you to it. Please don't hesitate to ring for me if you need anything. She bowed. Wait. Lam Wenji called out, just as the woman was stepping over the threshold of his sleeping chambers. Yes, Lang Gunze? The woman asked, her face giving nothing away so far. Why am I here? Lam Wenji blurted. Who? What? He fumbled for words as he began feeling desperate and lost. His majesty wants you in his harem, the woman replied rather curtly before clearing her throat softly. <clears throat> you are now a royal concubine. Were you not informed? She questioned with a curious look on her face. I... Lamanji swallowed, stepping back and reaching for the bedpost, suddenly feeling a little weak and lightheaded. I... but I'm a courtesan, he whispered, more to himself than his attendant. Yes, the woman said with mild indignance. You are. 
Lamanji felt dizzy and sat down at the edge of the bed. When he looked up, the woman had left and he was left alone once again. He replayed her words over and over again in his head, trying to comprehend what was happening, trying to wrap his mind around his new circumstance. The more he dwelled on the situation, the more his confusion and surprise was replaced with anger at the emperor's audacity. He felt appalled at how presumptuous Wei Ushan had been, plucking him from his life to toss him into this imperial harem. He was feeling more and more enraged at the thought of being one concubine among many for Wei Ushan to pick and choose from at his women fancy. He grew furious at Wei Ushan's arrogance. He had not shown Lamuji any basic courtesy. Lamuji was incensed that Wei Ushan hadn't even deemed him worthy of his presence or permission. He stood up suddenly, glaring at the carpeted floor, before gathering his sleeves around his wrists and storming towards the entrance to his chambers. As he passed each chamber one by one, he ignored the lavish decor, but his feet paused abruptly when he noticed something in one of them. Lamunji took a few steps back and turned to glance inside, his eyes widening on seeing the guchin laid out by the large window. Before he could lose his resolve, Lamunji looked away and stalked to the door, pulling it open violently but freezing when he saw the person standing at the doorstep. His heart stopped as a familiar face smiled at him with warm, bright eyes. But everything else about the person was unrecognizable. The hair, the headgear, the robes, the countenance. Wei Ushan. Lamanji inhaled sharply, stumbling as he flinched at Wei Ushan's sudden appearance, tripping and falling back. Lanjan! Wei Ushan exclaimed as he rushed forward and grabbed him by the waist to stop his fall. Be careful! Lamanji screwed his eyes shut but opened them slowly when he realized he wasn't crashing to the floor. He saw Wei Ushan looking down at him in concern as he remained dipped in his arms. With a flustered face, Lamanji scrambled to his feet again and pushed Wei Ushan back, adjusting his robes and hair in embarrassment, looking down to hide his rabbiting heart. Are you alright? Wei Ushan asked as he reached for Lamanji again. Lamanji battered his hand away and kept his gaze lowered, not trusting himself to embarrass himself further. What happened, Lanjun? Wei Wushan asked, the worrying confusion clear in his voice. Why won't you look at me? I... I don't understand what... You don't understand? Lamanji snapped abruptly, finally losing his composure and glaring at Wei Wushan, feeling a tinge of satisfaction when Wei Wushan flinched. What do you mean, what happened? What? Wei Wishan began, but Lamanji kept exclaiming, letting his frustration out finally. You lied to me. Lamanji glowered. You hid your real identity from me. He stepped over the threshold and poked Wei Wishan in the chest with each accusation, forcing him backwards. And then you left. You left and never came back. But I... Wei Wishan tried to interject and respond, but Lamanji didn't want to hear anything he had to say. And then you just send some attendant to drag me here, without any permission or explanation? Lamaji poked Wei Wushan's chest harder as he pushed him back further. And you take me away from my entire life just so you can dump me here? As your concubine? Why? Lamaji thundered. Because I... Wei Wushan tried to grab Lamaji's hand, but Lamaji pulled free from his grip and shoved him. Because you didn't want me to tell anyone their beloved king slept with a lowly courtesan? Or you couldn't stand the thought of someone else fucking me? 
Or did you just want me at your beck and call anytime you wanted? Lamaji's voice grew louder and more bitter with each word. You think I just sit here while you jump from one concubine to the next? No, I... Wei Wuxian's eyes widened and he tried to protest, but Lamaji was far gone by this point. Should I be grateful for a chance to be one among so many? Lamaji screamed, feeling utterly incensed and extremely humiliated. What do you take me for? Just because you're an emperor? Lamunji's eyes widened and he yelped when he was suddenly swept off his feet. He lost his balance as Wei Yushan bent low to wrap his arms around Lamunji's thighs and lifted him right off the ground, throwing him over his shoulder. What are you doing? Lamunji struggled. Put me down. He tried to slide off. Wei Yushan. He hit Wei Yushan's back as he tried to break free. But Wei Yushan ignored all his protests and stalked back to Lamunji's chambers walking over the threshold without any hesitation and kicking the door shut behind them. Lamaji grunted and huffed, but Wei Yushan remained unmoved as he made his way to the sleeping chambers. Let me... Ah! Lamaji yelled when he was unceremoniously dumped on the bed. What? He began with renewed rage, but before Lamaji could finish his tirade, Wei Yushan swooped in and wrapped his lips around Lamaji's neck and pinned his arms above his head. Lamaji gasped as Wei Wushan climbed on top of him. He groaned as Wei Wushan's teeth sank into his skin. He let out a loud moan as Wei Wushan's tongue lapped over the welt before he moved his mouth down his neck hungrily, impatiently, greedily. Lamaji felt his entire body heat up as Wei Wushan pushed him back onto the bed messily and held him down with his body. Their limbs entangled as they writhed together in bed. He breathed heavily as Wei Ushan tugged his hair free and pulled his robes open. Lamanji's moans became louder and more lewd under Wei Ushan's onslaught. <sighs> Lamanji hissed when Wei Ushan's bites grew harder, leaving pink bruises on every inch of his skin that was now bare. But Wei Ushan remained undeterred as he licked over the welts with his tongue and began kissing his way down Lamanji's chest. Lamanji writhed torn between pushing Wei Ushan away and pulling him closer. He tugged at Wei Ushan's head ornament, yanking it out of his hair before pulling at the red ribbon, trembling as Wei Ushan's mouth left bruises all along the planes of his body. As their moans filled the room, Lamaji lost himself in the familiar scent of Wei Ushan. The familiar warmth of his body, the familiar taste and touch he had craved each day and night since Wei Ushan's departure. Oh, Wing. Lamaji cried out when Wei Wushan loosened his robes and pulled his lower garment down. His chest heaved as Wei Wushan undid his own robe, just enough to pull out his cock. He screwed his eyes shut and threw his head back when Wei Wushan grabbed both their cocks and rubbed them together, as his lips hovered dangerously close, their breaths hot and heavy, tingling against Lamaji's lips. They were reduced to groans and whimpers as Wei Wushan stroked them hurriedly, bringing them both to a quick release. Lamaji chanted Wei Wushan's name under his breath as he released into his hand. He shivered as he felt Wei Wushan orgasm as well, both their warm cum mixing together as they breathed heavily. Wei Wushan fell on top of him, his face buried in Lamaji's neck. As both men tried to catch their breath, Lamaji opened his eyes slowly, staring at the ceiling, his mind blank. He relished the way Wei Ushan's weight engulfed him, the way their perspiring bodies clung to each other, 
the way Wei Ushan's hands were touching him so softly in stark contrast to everything else. When Wei Ushan shifted and lifted his head slowly, Lamanji's gaze trailed down to him reluctantly. Wei Ushan blinked slowly, and Lamanji could tell the exact moment he came back into awareness as his face softened and a small smile stretched his lips. Lanjun, Wei Ushan whispered and leaned in to plant a gentle kiss on Lamanji's chin. I've missed you. Lamanji held his breath even as his heart began racing. You. Lamanji began, but Wei Ushan didn't let him finish. <sighs> I'm sorry. Wei Wushan sat up with a sigh. You have every right to be upset with me. I... I didn't... I didn't know how to... He stuttered over every word. I was going to... that night, but then... He rambled on incoherently. Lamanji sat up, watching Wei Wushan struggle, feeling something inside his chest loosen. Eventually, Wei Wushan stopped and let out a long exhale, dropping his head in defeat. Lamanji reached out, but Wei Ushan interrupted him again. I should have told you who I was sooner, Wei Ushan blurted. <laughs> but I just liked how you treated me. He chuckled and fell back on the bed again. You treated me like a normal person. You frowned at me, dismissed me, and glared at me. I did not, Lamanji huffed in annoyance. Yes, you did. Wei Ushan laughed and glanced at him. And I like that. How could I let that go? He let out a happy sigh as he smiled at Lamanji in a way that made Lamanji's stomach feel funny. Hmm, how could I let you go? But you... Lamanji schooled his expression and tried to maintain his composure. Believe me, if I could have, I would have come running to you in person to pick you up and carry you away myself. Wei Wushan said a little too earnestly for Lamanji's poor heart but I already angered all of them with my demands. I had to concede on this. He sighed and rolled onto his stomach, burying his face in the bed. <sighs> they said an emperor can be seen in the brothels. He mumbled, voice sounded sulky and pouty. And just like that, it dawned on Lanwenji. Wei Ushan, the emperor of Yuling, had probably declared to the entire royal court that Lanwenji a courtesan with no notable background or family would be a concubine in his imperial harem. Lamanji's lips parted in surprise as the significance of that sank in. Before Lamanji could even allow himself to begin thinking of what might imply about this place in Wei Ushan's life, there was a knock on the door. Your Majesty. A familiar voice called out in an exasperated tone. The old man who Lamanji now realized had probably known Wei Ushan since he was a child. Oh, fuck. Wei Ushan groaned and sat up reluctantly. I need to leave. He straightened his robes with a grumpy frown. I only meant to drop by for a few minutes, but... He paused. Nanjan, are you alright? He looked at Lanwenji in alarm. Lanwenji realized that tears were welling up in his eyes and he could feel his nose sting a little. He looked away hurriedly, but Wei Ushan cupped his cheek and turned his face back towards him. Lanjan, Wei Yushan said urgently. Look at me. You, you don't have to stay here if you don't want to. I didn't think. Fuck, I should have asked. He cursed himself. I just assumed, uh, if you want to, you're absolutely free to leave, Lanjan. Wei Yushan said with a pained sincerity in his eyes as he held Lanwenji's face. 
I'm sorry. Lamanji couldn't bear it anymore. It was too overwhelming to hold all the emotions in his heart. He swooped in and crashed their lips together for the first time, drawing out a sharp inhale from Wei Ushan's lips. Amanji threw his arms around Wei Ushan and climbed onto his lap clumsily, never once breaking the kiss. Wei Ushan recovered quickly and wrapped his arms around Lanmanji's waist and steadied him in his lap before deepening the kiss. Lanmanji felt his entire world spin as the kiss went on. His body felt weak. His heart raced ahead. His mind grew dizzy. He smiled against Wei Ushan's lips when he felt his cock harden again. Almost giggling, when Wei Shan hauled him up just enough to throw him back onto the bed and climb on top of him again. Your Majesty, the man called out again, knocking more insistently this time. You're needed at the... Ten minutes! Wei Shan tore his lips away from Lamanji long enough to shout the two words before kissing him feverishly once more. I do not think ten minutes will be sufficient for what I want to do. Lamanji pulled away and said rather matter-of-factly, even though he couldn't suppress a smile. Mmm, fuck, Wei Wushan groaned as he rutted against Lamanji's thigh and peppered his face, neck, and lips with kisses. Ugh, you're going to be the death of me, Lanjun. He pressed their lips together to leave several loud, wet kisses. Emperor Wei, we really must. The man's tone was almost scalding now. He's coming. Lamanji responded this time, and laughed out loud when Wei Wushan squawked and smacked his thigh in retaliation. Wei Wushan paused and gazed at Lamanji for a long moment, making him blush. It's the first time I've heard you laugh, Wei Wushan said softly, before leaning in and slotting their lips together again. As they kissed languidly, even though the passion simmered just beneath the surface, Lamanji felt a warmth settle inside him. He would be more than happy with a small slice of Wei Ushan if it meant being able to have him in his life forever. The only thing that mattered was that he was still able to see Wei Ushan smile and hear him laugh and feel his touch and smell his fragrance all over him. Lamanji smiled as Wei Ushan pulled away finally to leave, but not before planting a kiss on Lanwaji's forehead. I'll see you soon, my Bai Mudan. Wei Wushan whispered before adjusting his appearance hurriedly in front of the mirror. Lamanji shook his head and stood up, walking to where Wei Wushan stood struggling. He batted Wei Wushan's hands away and helped him redo his hair and place the hair ornament carefully before tying his robes properly as well. I'll see you soon, my emperor, Lamanji said with a soft smile, tilting his face up to meet Wei Wushan's lips one more time. Stick around for Chapter 4 of Like Wet Earth After Rain, written by Jalpari, read by Jem Asteria. If you like this reading, I invite you to subscribe on AOE, Spotify, or a platform of your choosing.